Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I did not think that Chris was going to be able to make it with us tonight, but he is here for as long as Bebe stays asleep. I was a ninja. You were a ninja? Yes, I was. Hi, everyone. We We drove home. He fell asleep in the car. I had to get him out of the, the uh, car seat, change his diaper, and get him into the sleep sack with minimal disturbance. And get him out of jeans. And get him out of jeans. That are zero to three months, and he's four months old. And uh, he is down and out still. Congratulations, Dad. Whoop, whoop. Raise the roof. Good so job. we have a prize. Raise the roof. Raise the roof? Yeah. What was this, 1997? Wow. Dang. Well, the dog's out. Mm-hmm. Oof, oof, oof. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yes. You know what? Okay. I told you this this morning. Do you remember what I told you this I morning? I do. You said you love me. Yeah, yeah. No. Let's <laughs> so just breeze past that. For probably, I don't know, three months you've been telling me to take relief. Yes. Well, you've been complaining about pains, and I've been like, would you like some ibuprofen? And you're like, no. And then I'd be like, well, how about some relief? And so relief, for those of you who haven't listened to the past couple of weeks, relief is a supplement and it's got turmeric and boswellia and some other stuff in it. But it's like it's formulated differently than most joint relief supplements. And I've taken it before for things like headaches. But after Roman was born, I started having knee pain. And I don't know if it was a function of getting back to exercising and or having put on weight during the pregnancy or, you know, probably a combination of both. But my knees were really, really bothering me. And I felt, I felt aggravated. Um, like when I would get up even off the couch, but going down, we have really steep old stairs going down the stairs and it was really, really bothering me. Three days of relief, just two capsules a day. I have not just less pain in my knee. I'm like, not. I'm, I'm ecstatic. I have no pain in my knees. And that is the only change that I've made. Yeah, it's, it's got some great anti-inflammatory properties. And the cool, th- I mean, I'm going to not geek out on the science, but essentially it has like a cumulative effect in your system. Mm-hmm. So it's not, um, like if you take it consistently, its benefit grows over time, which is really, really awesome. Because I- inflammation isn't just for like joint pain or headaches. Systemic inflammation that we don't necessarily feel right. is the origin of basically every disease. Every disease starts with inflammation. So anyway, because I'm so excited about it, that's what we're going to give away today. Give I don't even think we have any, but I'm going to have to order some. We'll make it happen. Yeah. Kay. So we'll announce the winner at the end of today's episode. You know, the first question today comes from someone you know. Really? It comes from someone you love. Oh, it's from Tana. Nope. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) It comes from one of your brothers. What's the first question? Patrick? What's the first question? Uh, So when are you getting alpacas? That is what one of your brothers wants to know. I'm guessing that's from Matthew because Patrick doesn't listen. (laughs) (laughs) No, neither does Matthew. I put a thing up on Instagram for people to send in questions. Anyway, when are we getting alpacas? Uh, As soon as I can find some that need rescuing. Chris is big into rescuing our farm animals, which I think is nice. The only thing, we're not going to get away with that with our cows. 
No, no, our cows have got to be a very specific type of cow. Yeah, so those because we want a very specific product from them. Yes, the A two A two milk. Oh no, A two A two milk and meat. Whatever, they're pets. We're not eating them. Listen, can we just reduce? Remember, hate mail goes to Christopher at primalpotential.com. We're not eating our cows. We're, We're not pretending to be vegans. I know that because we drink milk. Hello. I understand that. Anyway, we don't know when we're getting alpacas. We don't. But, but we are getting three new goats next week. And potentially six new goats. We're not getting six new as goats. As long as they're females from New Hampshire. Anyway. So that answers that, Matthew. Not that you're listening. <laughs> What's the next question? But Tana is. You mentioned her. Hi, Yes, Tana. I did. Hi, Tana. It was great seeing you. We love you. We do. Next question. What do you do when you resent the success of others well Rumi has something to say about that if it's not the baby it's the dog oh uh, man what do you do if you resent i i think Let that's a deeply personal thing to resent someone else's success all right this is how i would break this down if i were in this situation because like i i wouldn't say that i've resented other people's success but i've been jealous before that's fine i've for sure i've been for sure been jealous and this is the approach that i would take whether we're talking jealousy or we're talking resentment or just any anything that you don't want to feel anger Okay, let's, let's use a perfect example. There was something that happened uh, this week, and I expressed to you, Chris, that like I felt really angry, but I didn't want to feel angry. Mm -hmm. Kind of like I, I know that this person who sent this in doesn't want to feel resentful. Right. So this is what I would do. You resent the success of others. Could be somebody you know, could be somebody you don't know, could be as low grade as jealousy. Is this how you want to be? Okay, so think about it this way. Do I want to be the kind of person who resents others or who is jealous of what other people are doing or what they have or this, that, and the other thing. If the answer is no, the next question is, okay, well, how do I want to be? Like if I could respond to somebody else's success or somebody else's marriage or somebody else's body or whatever it is in the way that I want to, what would that look like? And be really specific. So let's talk about, because this question is about the success of others, when I think about, and your answer will be unique to you, but when I think about the kind of person I want to be with respect to the success of others, number one, I want to be genuinely happy for them. Yeah. Number two, I want to be inspired by them. Because here's the thing about resentment and jealousy, like there's something else there. It's tapping at something else. So I know if I feel jealous of somebody else's marriage, for example, it just means that there's something there I want mm -hmm. that I have. don't have. Right. And, and there's something similar to that with resentment. Like, I feel that because they have it, I can't or mm -hmm. something like that. So get really clear on how do you want to be. So I want to be genuinely happy. I want to be inspired. I want to know, like, hey, if they can do it and I want it, maybe I can learn from them. Right. Maybe directly or indirectly, maybe they've shared something that I can implement. Maybe I can get to know them or establish a closer relationship with them and you know, figure it out. I've had people in my life who have come to me who are not in business and have said, I'd love to get into business. I'd love to do something similar to what you do. And they've taken what could have turned into jealousy or resentment and they've used it instead as a tool. So whatever that is for you, how, how do I want to be, right? And then the third question is, how would I have to think about it or what perspective would I need to have in order to feel that way? Okay, so if we're talking about the success of others, if I want to be genuinely happy for them, what perspective would I have to have? How would I have to see it in order to feel genuinely happy for them? Make it about them and not about me, yeah. right? That would be one thing. Um, another thing would be this is evidence that it is possible for me, and that's awesome because the more evidence that I have that it's possible for me, the more likely I am to go get it, right? Agreed. So is this how I want to be? 
how do I want to be, right? How specifically do I want to think about these things or feel about these things? And then what perspective would I need to have in order to see it that way or feel that way? That's what I would say. Yeah, that's not a bad way to look at it. Well, thank you. I, I, try not, I, I try not to give people bad ways of looking I, at things. I like to be a cheerleader. Rah, rah. Uh, but, I mean, I you know this. What's your favorite cheer? Um, be aggressive. B-E aggressive. <laughs> you nailed that. B-E-A-G-G-R-E-S-S-I-V-E aggressive. Congratulations. You used to be a cheerleader. Folks, did you know that? Christopher Let's was a cheerleader. Get a little bit rowdy. R-O-W-D-Y-E. That's the way I spell rowdy. D-Y-E. Oops. And that is why. R O W D Y. R O W D Y is one way, but there's a cheer that's R O W D I E. Oh yeah. Okay. That's the way we spell rowdy, rowdy. But that's the wrong way. Let's get rowdy. It is. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. All right. Um. Now, in the fact of being a cheerleader for people that are succeeding, I also have this dark side. You do. Where I. <laughs> God, where's this going to go? Folks? I like when like I'm live right. Live under a bridge, I dark side? No, not bridge troll, dark side. Okay. Um, I, I like when I'm right about something that they wouldn't listen to. That's got nothing to do with this question. I like that. So I, I, I <laughs> like, I, I'll cheer for someone when they're succeeding, but when they fail and I told them they were gunning, I like being right. Wow. All right. Yeah. You, yeah. Okay. Went we're a bad we're way gonna have but a, I was a podcast called "The Dark Side of Chris." Please don't listen. Next <laughs> airs every Thursday. No, you have a podcast on Thursday. <laughs> no, I don't. It, it airs every Thursday. <laughs> Next question. All right. Um, this is actually a pretty interesting one. How do you not disengage when outside influences happen? So I actually reached out to this person for clarification because I wasn't sure exactly what they meant by this. And and the example that she gave was she said, I've retired recently. Mm-hmm. And so I know that's huge. Congratulations. We're trying to get cheerleader. Mom way to, to go. Retire. Wait, Diane, if Diane, you're listening, we know you're listening. <laughs> I think it's, t- time, it's, it's time, time to, to give retire. it up. <laughs> anyway. So this particular person who asked this question said she recently retired and she's kind of vacationing for the summer mm. and she has people visiting a lot. And so she has these health goals, but then when people come to visit, she's like, man, uh, okay. yeah, that's, that's what she meant. And it's funny because when she, I, I messaged her for clarification after she posted this on Instagram and I said, I think you know. Like, I think you already know the answer, but the struggle is it's hard, yeah. right? You know, she, there was no doubt in my mind that she didn't know consistency, right? right? That she didn't know you can enjoy the company of friends without betraying your goals. If your goal is to work out or eat a certain way, you can do that with company. True. I know she knows that. The issue is getting herself to do it mm-hmm. and not making the excuses of, oh, well, they're here and it's summer and I'm celebrating because I'm retired. So this goes back to, I think it's episode 903. And in episode 903, and I'm 95% sure that's what it is. Um, in episode 903, I talked about how you have to have many reasons and you have to make them strong because if your reason is just like, well, I want to lose some weight, you can totally dismiss that and be like, I'll start again on Monday. But if it's also, I feel way better when I eat well and I exercise and I feel way worse when I don't, you, that, and that even isn't enough. You have to have many reasons. You have to make them strong and compelling and you have to revisit them often. And if this is something you struggle with, the answer to this question is, please, please, please go listen to episode 903 in its entirety. Nice. Yeah. And try journaling. 
that that does help too because that helps me engage every day. But gives right. gives accountability because when you go back and read it, and you're like, oh man, I kind of no. It, it's not even that. It's 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 kind of identifying even when you have company look okay maybe it doesn't look like a day when you don't have company but it doesn't mean that you have to throw the baby out with bathwater. you can still right. find something that you're able and willing to do on that day and sometimes journaling allows you to not see it as so black and white as so binary so yeah nice we're doing good with the baby still sleeping so we let's are. roll did your husband make up for the bridge troll comment and i'm just gonna say i had nothing to make up for all I did was go to the logical conclusion with which she was going with in that story. Yeah, because one extreme was I look great, looks and the next she looks extreme... One, she looks like a princess, the other one is bridge troll. That's a very logical way to go about it. <laughs> so, in all seriousness, like, it was just funny. There was nothing to make up for. I'm not sorry. But, you know, there were a lot of people that were more offended oh, than Oh, they I were was so mad. But, like, I just thought it was funny. Instagram wanted me lynched. It was just funny. It wasn't, it wasn't meant as at anything. No, it's I not like I, I come down the stairs in a nice new outfit and go like, what do you think? And he goes, I think you look bridge like a bridge troll. troll. Like, no, he would never do that. And he didn't do that. It was How much are you going to charge me to cross your bridge, troll? <laughs> wow. You got, you got some <laughs> questions for me? You got a riddle? No. <laughs> I think my wife is gorgeous. I love her every day. She doesn't have to wear, she doesn't have to dress up as anything. And I tell her she's beautiful unless she's looking like a bridge troll. <laughs> There are a lot of days like that. But no. But I'm covered in spit up and uh, haven't showered in two days. I don't think there's ever a question that she thinks I think she's beautiful. Yeah, no, no, I know. Yeah. No. So, no, he didn't make up for it because he didn't no. have to. Exactly. And honestly, okay, wait, no, serious note on that. If we were the make up for it kind of couple, we would constantly be chasing and we would oh never be God, able. Oh, my God, nobody would be ahead. Yeah. Oh, you might be ahead. <laughs> You're better at than I am. No, like, think about that for a second. If it, and, and maybe this person's asking it in jest. Who cares? Yeah. But. But still, the point is, like, if you have to make up for something, then you can't possibly be in the present or get ahead. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. You're laughing because our dog's um, Our loud. dog is just making so much damn noise. And I think he probably wants to go OET, oh. but we'll keep on rolling. Uh, are those oh, are those poop groans? The baby is starting to stir. Next question. Oh, he's rolling around a little bit. All right. Can you share some of your nut-free smoothie recipes, tips for alternatives to nuts? So I posted one the other day. If you're not following me on Instagram, at Elizabeth Benton, I tend to have a protein smoothie every day, and I usually share a picture of it or whatnot. I've started stepping out. I'm typically like a chocolate nut butter kind of. Um, do you want to go upstairs to the baby and I'll continue? He's here? okay. Keep going. Um, so I made one the other day. I tend to use almond milk as my base. So if you're looking for nut-free, you can do oat milk or you can do water. Go up. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Chris is going to Keep exit. going. I'll, I'll be back in, in just a moment, folks. Right, quietly keep take going. your mic off, please. We could, like, stop the podcast <laughs> and pause like professionals, but we just we just roll on because, you real, know. Folks, we're real, real. All right. He's now crying. Oh, you just dropped your mic on the floor. So much for careful. Okay. If you are wanting to do a smoothie that is nut-free, so when I typically use almond milk, you can use oat milk, you can use cow's milk, you can use water, um, you can use coffee, you can use any liquid that you want. Of course, I don't recommend juice because that's just like mainlining sugar, so I wouldn't do that. But whenever you see, if you're looking at my smoothies and you're like, oh, she uses nut milk, just use a non-nut milk, okay? Um, and then otherwise, anything goes. So I really like adding protein powder, um, Fat loss is not my main priority right now, so if I have them in the morning, I will put a little fruit in there. You might want to go without fruit, but, like, Google some recipes and then just swap out anything that doesn't work for you. You can also keep it really, really simple of just liquid 
and protein powder. Um, I like to throw in spinach in mine more recently because I'm trying to do more greens. I like to put avocado in there. Um, but the one that I did most recently, I will tell you exactly what the recipe was since this question specifically asks for recipes. Let me just scroll up here. Okay, this morning's was water, spinach, vanilla plant protein, maca, probiotics, strawberries, and lemon juice. All right, water, spinach, vanilla protein. Uh, it's a plant-based protein. Maca, probiotics, strawberries, and lemon juice. Um, yesterday, I did another one that did have almond milk in it, but you could, again, use any non-nut milk or water or, and this one wouldn't, coffee wouldn't be good, but you could if you were doing like chocolate kind of thing. The one from the day before was spinach, unsweetened almond milk, pineapple, frozen cauliflower rice, lemon juice, vanilla plant protein, probiotics, maca, and MCT oil. So if you want to see what I put in mind, follow me on Instagram at Elizabeth Benton. It's super easy to swap out any nut products. Okay, the next question says, while Chris is calming the baby, we're still working on bedtime. We're like, is 7.30 bedtime? Sometimes he wakes up at 9 and wants to stay awake because oh, we're, we're trying to figure this whole thing out. Um, do you believe that everyone is able to lose weight or do you think some people are genetically overweight? I don't think anybody is genetically overweight. Here's why. Your genes are one thing, but our genes are not our destiny because genes are kind of like a light switch that's on a dimmer. They can be expressed on, they can be not expressed off, but they can also be kind of a little bit tiny expressed, the light is really dim, or like turned all the way up, the light is really bright. What determines if the gene that we have is expression on, expression off, expression up, expression, expression down in terms of intensity, are what's called epigenetics. And epigenetics, it's, it refers to, so epi is kind of like above or before, above the gene. It, it operates at a, at a level higher than that. And that is things like nutrition, toxic exposure, sleep, stress, exercise. Lifestyle factors are epigenetic variables that determine whether a gene is expressed or not expressed or the extent to which it is expressed. And I've done full episodes on epigenetics, so we're not going to get into that today. However, um, the answer to that is like, if you have a gene that says you are predisposed to a certain type of cancer, it is your epigenetic factors that determine whether or not that, ex that gene is expressed in large part. So our genes are not our destiny. So no, I do not believe that some people are just genetically overweight and they can't lose weight. Two, no, this is the last question, holy moly. How important is it to quote, weigh in, and she means check your weight. I find myself being afraid to step on the scale because it's often not a number that reflects the hard work I've been doing, but I do want a benchmark or measurement that I'm moving in the right direction. Okay, you said that it's you, you feel afraid because the number on the scale often doesn't reflect the hard work you've been doing. Don't look for the scale to affirm or recognize your hard work, okay? The scale is not telling you exclusively, yes, you lost fat, no, you didn't. The scale is also telling you you're retaining water or you've lost water, you're putting on muscle, you're losing muscle, you're constipated or you're not. So if you are looking for the scale to reflect your hard work, 
work on not expecting that from the scale. Your hard work can be more subjective than that. I did what I said I was going to do this week. I got my workouts in this week. I'm getting stronger, blah, blah, blah. How important is it to weigh in in terms of check your weight? I don't think it's very important because I believe there are better indicators of fat loss, specifically pictures and measurements, okay? Now, not like picture with your friend every Friday night pictures, but like in the same clothes, in the same lighting, in front of the same mirror, in the same position, so that it's easy to compare. And then measurements. That is far, that combination of picture and measurements is going to give you much more accurate information about fat loss than the number on the scale. It's not to say the number on the scale is a bad thing. It's just a really incomplete thing because you could have lost uh, a pound and a half of fat but you're constipated and you're retaining water and you're gonna see the reflection of your constipation and water retention and not your reflection of the fat loss. And if you get that twisted, you're gonna be bummed, right? So I, I think it's fine to check your weight. I think if you have some sort of emotional attachment to the scale, that that's where you need to do the work. There's nothing inherently wrong with the scale for what it is. But let's not pretend that it's giving an accurate picture of what's happening in your body because it's not, all right? Okay, the winner of Relief Plus, this is the all-natural anti-inflammatory product that I'm super, super excited about. I'm gonna get back to taking it regularly because not only did it make my knee pain go away in freaking three days, but it also is just really good for overall systemic inflammation because oftentimes the inflammation that we can't see and we can't feel is what's really causing damage in our bodies. So the winner of that is at JL underscore Dubose, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Sorry guys, I'm gonna turn off the monitor because Chris is up there, if you can hear the baby crying. At JL underscore D-U-B-O-S-E. If that is you, email me, elizabeth at primalpotential.com. Tell me you were the winner for episode 912 and include your mailing address and I will get a bottle of Relief Plus out to you. Totally all natural, turmeric, boswellia, a few other things, just really, really great. Makeup of quality ingredients in the right amounts to get an effect. I will also link to it in the show description. Please don't go to Amazon because there's going to be a million things called relief and you're probably going to get the wrong one. Just go to the show description. I'll put the link there. And if you guys have questions, let me know. Oh, hey, a word on how you can win. Three ways to be the winner. We give something away every Saturday. Number one, uh, leave a review of this podcast on Apple Podcasts. Number two, leave a review of Chasing Cupcakes on Amazon. If you haven't read it, obviously do that first. Um, number three, Post on social media, Facebook or Instagram, tag me with an episode of the show that you're listening to or loving, and every single Saturday we pull one of you to win a prize. So that is that. I'm glad Chris got to join us for a few minutes until Daddy Judy called him away, and then he's got his NFL draft, and I'm going to bed. I hope you guys have an amazing evening, and I will talk to you very soon. Thanks so much for listening to the Primal Potential Podcast, where our goal is not to help you learn our goal is to help you change. This is a year of action. Take something you learned from this episode and put it into action in your life today. To learn more about working more closely with me and the Primal Potential team, please visit primalpotential.com forward slash transform. 
save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save 